In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth. It was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high we have never been unwilling to pay that price. I have a dream. My four little children one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. It is no coincidence that our present troubles parallel and are proportionate to the intervention and intrusion in our lives that result from unnecessary and excessive growth of government. It is time for us to realize that we're too great a nation to limit ourselves to small dreams. We're not, as some would have us believe, doomed to an inevitable decline. I do not believe in a fate that will fall on us no matter what we do. I do believe in a fate that will fall on us if we do nothing. So with all the creative energy at our command, let us begin an era of national renewal. Let us renew our determination, our courage, and our strength. 
and let us renew our faith and our hope. We have every right to dream heroic dreams. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. You can see heroes every day going in and out of factory gates. Others, a handful in number, produce enough food to feed all of us and then the world beyond. America is the place where anything can happen. America is the place where anyone can rise. And here, on this land, on this soil, on this continent, the most incredible dreams come true. This nation is our canvas, and this country is our masterpiece. We look at tomorrow and see unlimited frontiers just waiting to be explored. Our brightest discoveries are not yet known. Our most thrilling stories are not yet told. Our grandest journeys are not yet made. The American age, the American epic, the American adventure has only just begun. Our spirit is still young. The sun is still rising. God's grace is still shining. And my fellow Americans, the best is yet to come. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, happy 4th of July. Thank you so very much for being here with me today. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is a pleasure to be here with you today. God bless you guys. Thank you very much, man. What a great time to be a, uh, an American, and what a great time to be a Christian Because had we not made that valiant effort to stop murdering babies as a nation, God has turned his favor back on us. God has turned his gaze back towards the United States of America. And I truly do believe that you are going to see a rebirth, a resurrection, a rising of the American patriot that you've never seen before. Ladies and gentlemen, we are living in a post-Roe v. Wade era. We are living in a new generation, a pro-life generation. We are living in a generation where people, even youngsters, are starting to look back at the Constitution and go, wait a minute, something is not right here. It is a great time to be an American. You will be remembered. This generation will be remembered as the generation that saved America. Donald Trump will be remembered as the president who saved the United States of America, whose legacy overturned a 50-year curse that we had on this land known as Roe v. Wade. Ladies and gentlemen, things are shifting. The tides are changing. The cultural shift from wackadoo blue to, you know, <laughs> to, to red is happening, folks, and I'm glad to be a part of it. And I'm glad that the country has gone down the direction it has in the last five years so we understand what problems that we have. 
and that we understand how deep our deep state really is and how deep our swamp really is so that we understand that those conspiracy theories for 20 years that you heard were actually truths and they are now coming to light. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a great time to be alive and an American and a Christian. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I would like to say um, that if you did not see the World War II veteran over the weekend dressed up in his finest Marine uh, uniform said, the country that myself and many, many other young men fought and died for is no longer here. It is not the country that we fought and died for. It's something completely different. I don't know if you were able to see that this weekend or not. But that plea from that World War II veteran to come back to what they fought and died for is the exact plea that God has heard and that he is going to work with us to make sure that we resurrect this great country once again. I'm very, very, very optimistic of where this country is headed after we've been exposed to so much darkness and, act, and after we've opened the eyes of so many people to so much darkness. So having said that, I would like to sing right now happy birthday to this great country. We sing happy birthday to everybody uh, in the audience who says they have a birthday. We better sing it for the American uh, for the, uh, for the United States of America as well. So here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear America. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, America. We've got a lot more growing to do right now. We're just experiencing experiencing some growing pains, but we will come out of that strong. Folks, let's go to the Lord today. Let's go to the Lord in not only the morning newsletter that I put out this morning, but also in prayer. I titled it, Who is Described as God's Chosen People? I want to ask you that question. If you're watching in the social media comments, please let me know. Who would you think is described as God's chosen people? I would guarantee most of you will say the exact same thing, but I'm about to uh, share something with you entirely different. Verse of the day today is coming from 8.33, or excuse me, John 8.33 through 38. Again, if you have your Bibles and you're sharing in 8, John 8.33.8. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. So what do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is a part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, then you are truly free. Yes, I really, uh, yes, um, I understand that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. But I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father. But you are following the advice of your father. Now, who he was talking about was Abraham, because the Jewish people were saying, uh, our father is, we are, the, we are descendants of Abraham. We are direct descendants. We are seeds of Abraham and his promise. And they kept worshiping and reverting back to Abraham and not God himself. And Jesus was like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just because you are a descendant of Abraham does not give you the glory of heaven. Just because you are a Jewish person and you are God's chosen people does not give you and grant you access into the glory of heaven. God's chosen people of the time were the Jews by nationality. God chose a people that would be blessed and favored by him. And that is no longer the case, folks. Ever since Jesus suffered and died on the cross, everything changed. Now God's chosen people are not described by their nationality, but by their faith in Christ Jesus. Those who have been born again are the true people of God. Gentiles who are united with Christ in the new birth are now God's chosen people. Anyone who is saved through faith in Jesus is now Abraham's seed and an heir according to the promise. See, in the above verses, Jesus was trying to tell them to stop worshiping Abraham as their father. Jesus told them that just because they may be direct descendants of Abraham does not mean they are his seed in the spirit. This does not mean that God has forsaken those direct Jewish descendants of Abraham because they are still, there are still prophecies that apply directly to the nation of Israel that will be fulfilled. However, the New Testament church, composed of Jews and Gentiles, is now, the, uh, is now God's kingdom here on earth, and we are all his. The church and everyone who belongs to it through Jesus Christ are all God's chosen without the confines of borders. We pray for this opportunity given to us through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Folks, please remove your hats if you're wearing one, and let's all go to the Lord in prayer together as one. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Again, ladies and gentlemen, just because you may be a Jew or a Gentile means nothing. You are all God's chosen people as long as you have been saved through your faith by the blood of Jesus Christ. And what a great time again to be alive. For, folks, we're going to take our first commercial break. Here on Real America's Voice News, this is Live from America. This is the 4th of July, and we will be back with much more right after this. Please stay tuned. And again, for my uh, audience, yes, we're only doing one show today, and there was no way that I was going to miss this show today. And uh, Eli and I did everything we could to make sure that we, uh, that we uh, got the show off without any problems, uh, no matter what. And it looks like we've done, a, we've done a good job. We've got a live good feed here going. We've got, uh, we don't have as many people as watching, probably because they thought there was uh, no show today, or probably because they experienced problems with the feed and they didn't want to go back uh, to the feed. But those who stayed, uh, you are the loyal ones. Thank you so very much. I'd like to give some shout-outs here to Terry Sue. God bless you. Uh, Larry, I got a newsletter this morning, says JL Jazz. Yes, I sent out the newsletter this morning. We love this country, said Lacey Barcelona. Well, I love you too. Um, homeless due to bad real estate deal. Please pray. Eric Eric Cook, uh, you, uh, what'd you do, try to buy something, and then, and then it got sold out from under you or something? Let us know, and uh, let us know how we can help, and uh, we will. 
Shout out to Northwest Arkansas. How you doing, Fireman217? Good to see you. Uh, freezing off and on. Were you hacked, Jeremy? No, I was not hacked. I was not hacked. So, um, Darlene from Michigan, good to see you. Uh, if you're talking about the Chinese bots on Telegram, it is an attempt to try to stop bots on Telegram. So what I'm going to do until we can get Telegram under, um, under wraps is I'm going to completely shut off comments on Telegram because people are complaining about it nonstop and there's not much we can do about it. Um, I don't know how other people are doing it. I've asked other people. It seems that Telegram is just really wacky, so it is what it is. And, uh, you know, we're not hacked. It's just we're trying to install bots and uh, to stop bots and, you know, problems, 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 problems I don't care to try to fix because I got other things to do. So that's where we are with it, folks. And uh, so just to let you know, let's get back to the show now because I want to make sure we try to stay on some kind of a time frame today uh, as it is 4th of July, okay? All right, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News on this beautiful, beautiful 4th of July, the first of a pro, I mean a pro-life um, and post-Roe v. Wade era. It's going to be a very different country uh, that you and I grew up in from here on out. And I'm not saying in a bad way, I'm saying in a very good way. So if you're watching on social media, please hit that like or hit those rumbles. Share, share, share. Let's get it out there to the world as we start our first and foremost section of the day. Please put your cups up and let's have our first slurp. The January 6th Unselect Shamuary Committee, folks, they are desperate to try to destroy this country. The country that you and I grew up in, the country that you and I know, the freedom, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, all of it, everything that gives you the rights of, American, uh, of, of an American from God enshrined in those founding documents, the January 6th committee and other Democrats around them and rhinos around them are doing everything they can to destroy this country from the inside out because Trump and the 100 million plus awake, not woke Americans are a threat to their tyranny. They're a threat to the swamp. They're a threat to all their power that they have built and protected, and they are a threat, ladies and gentlemen, to the control that these swamp donkey and rhino disgusting um, corrupt politicians have on our government that was supposed to be built by the people for the people, and it is definitely not by the people for the people. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Schiff, Liz Cheney, and the rest of these folks are doing everything they can to try to stop Donald Trump from running for president again. And they will do it. They won't succeed at doing it. I'm saying they will try to do everything they can to stop him from running for president again. They will use Merrick Garland and the, and the corrupt DOJ. They will use the FBI. They will use any resource that is available to them, paid for by your tax dollars, to stop Donald Trump from ever getting anywhere near that White House ever again. But ladies and gentlemen, I say it all the time. You can't beat God, you can't beat Trump, and you can't beat the truth. So I'd like to go and play a, a video for you that was on Face the Nation. And this is little shifty Adam Schiff talking exactly about what they're going to try to do. Let's go to that video real quick if we can. Vice Chair of the Committee Liz Cheney said not prosecuting former President Trump over the attack on the Capitol would be a much graver constitutional threat to the country than the political difficulties involved uh, with bringing charges. She said this in an ABC interview. She also said there are possible 
criminal referrals, not just one, but multiple. Do you agree? Uh, I do. I do. Uh, you know, for four years, the Justice Department took the position that you can't indict a sitting president. Uh, if the department were now to take the position that you can't investigate or indict a former president, then a president becomes above the law. That's a very dangerous idea that the founders would have never subscribed to. Uh, even more dangerous, I think, in the case of Donald Trump. This, you know, Donald Trump is someone who has shown when he's not held accountable, he goes on to commit worse and worse abuses of power. Uh, so I, I agree with uh, Judge Carter in California. I think there was evidence that the former president uh, engaged in uh, multiple uh, violations of the law, uh, and that should be investigated. But there will be a political calculus to this as well. This is an incredibly divided country right now. Millions of people voted for the former president and still believe wrongly that he won the election. Prosecuting him, isn't there a very high risk to that? You know, it's certainly not a step to be taken lightly at all. Uh, at see the same time, see how immunizing a former president uh, who has engaged in wrongdoing, uh, I would agree with our vice chair, I think is more dangerous than anything else. Uh, and the decision not to move forward with an investigation or not to move forward with the prosecution because of someone's political status or political influence or because they have a following, to me, that is a far more dangerous thing to our Constitution than following the evidence wherever it leads, including when it leads to a former president. Hey, Adam Schiff, say when. Say when. Because I would be willing to bet that there is 100-plus Americans that would like to stand in line and wait for a free shot at you. Say when. You see how, they are, see how afraid they are of the MAGA movement? See how afraid they are of the people? Even, uh, even ABC was like, oh, aren't, aren't you afraid? Well, there's certainly something not to be taken lightly. Yeah, it's not to be taken lightly. We're sick and tired. We're sick and tired of the rights in the Constitution that, is in, that, that enshrines those rights of being trampled. We're sick and tired of it. But I want this to be taken. I want everybody to take notes right now at what that loser just said. He said we cannot immunize a former president. So we will remember that come next term when we go after Barack Hussein Obama, George W. Bush, Joseph, whatever the heck is, Robinette Biden, uh... Bill Clinton, and everybody else who uh, violated the law by dumping, I don't know, cargo planes of cash to Iran. There's one of them. How about the southern border and the invasion going on there? How about the Americans that died, the troops that died, the innocent civilians that died when you pulled out of uh, Afghanistan, leaving $100 billion worth of military equipment to the Taliban? How about invading Iraq on the claim of weapons of mass destruction? How about that? We're going to go back and we're going to get every single one of those scumbag, corrupt presidents based on what little Adam Shifty Shift just said, that little loser. Oh, yeah. Remember that, folks. We will remember that. But then Liz Cheney, who he was referring to, and he said, the vice chair, I agree with the vice chair. Of course you agree with the vice chair. You're both morons. And morons do that. Birds of a feather flock to the Democratic Party. Anyway, Liz Cheney has backed herself into quite a corner, folks, because just a week ago, Liz Cheney was begging for Democrats to go out and vote in Republican uh, or two weeks ago in Republican primaries in order to make sure that Liz Cheney stays in there so she can continue to work her butt off to try to get Donald Trump prosecuted. And the Democrats were actually going to do it. They were going to make sure that Liz Cheney was pushed forward as the nominee for the Republican Party Whoop! until 
Roe v. Wade. This is why I say God works in mysterious ways, folks, and God works in ways that you and I would never even think of because she's backed herself into a corner where she cannot ask for Democrat help and she cannot ask for Republican help. She's pretty much just a moron who's sitting out in, a, uh, in, a, uh, in the middle of the ocean with no life vest and no, uh, and no lifeline. Anyway, let's go to a video where she says the Republican Party cannot survive if Donald J. Trump becomes the uh, Republican nominee. The Republican Party will not survive, she says. Let's play that, and then let's come back to uh, what I was speaking of about her being backed in a corner. The Republican Party survive in the way you've known it if Donald Trump is again chosen. It can't survive if he's our nominee. No. No. Um, I think that that he can't be the party nominee and I don't think the party would survive that. I believe in the party and I believe in what the party can be and what the party can stand for. Um, And I'm not ready to give that up. Those of us who believe in Republican principles and ideals have a responsibility to try to lead the party back to what it can be um, and to reject um, and to reject so much of the of the toxin and the vitriol. We will stop the steal. We won this election, and we won it by a landslide. This was not a close election. That millions of people, millions of Republicans, have been betrayed by Donald Trump. And, um, <laughs> and that is a really painful thing uh, for people to recognize and to admit, but it, it's absolutely the case. And they've been betrayed by him, uh, by the big lie, um, and by, by what he continues to do and say to tear apart our country and tear apart our party. And, and I think we have to reject that. I don't think that the Republican Party can survive Donald Trump being the nominee. You notice that she was giving the interview next to, the, uh, next to Air Force One, which she'll never, ever, 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 ever fly in. The party's not going to survive. Hey, you know what, Liz Cheney? Yellow Teletubby, I actually agree with you. The Republican Party will not survive as Donald Trump becomes the nominee in 2024. You are right. Then that means mission accomplished. We have destroyed the GOP because it is a worthless, worthless institution, just like the Democratic Party. And we're going to rebrand it. The grand new party, the new Republican Party, the MAGA Party, if you will. So I agree with you, Liz Cheney. They cannot survive a Donald Trump nomination. And of course, Democrats, she put out a tweet uh, going back to what I was saying. She put out a tweet that said, uh, I have always been strongly pro-life. Today's ruling by the Supreme Court returns to power, returns power to the states and the people of the states to address the issue of abortion under state law. Well, that got the Democrats in a frenzy. They threw on their pink hats and started tweeting You can't fight to protect the country from tyranny while applauding tyranny at the same time. You don't get to pick and choose when it works for you and when it doesn't. You either stand against it or you don't. And other Democrats piled on too and were like, we're never going to help you out. You're just another uh, Republican trying to use Democrats, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, folks, it isn't working out so well for Liz Cheney because you can't beat God. Woo, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back after this commercial break. The desperation, you can smell it. Smell that? It's desperation. We'll be right back. I smell that desperation. I know you guys must smell it too. <laughs> we're going to they can't, can't survive. You're right. They can't survive. And we're going to and we're going to take them down. And we're going to take them down. They cannot survive 
and we're going to take him down. In an attempt to get back on track here with time, folks, I'm going to go right back in from this commercial break here. So thank you very much for everything that you've dealt with today. I'm sorry for the show starting so late. I love you. Let's get back on track. Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America here in Real America's Voice News. As you can see, the background is a little different today. Why? Because those words on that document are so very important, ladies and gentlemen, and it makes sure, it, it, it makes sure that our rights are enshrined in these founding documents, but given to us by God, not government. Now, I will say that we do have a dumb-dumb award to give away today because that very same January 6th committee that's, that you can smell the desperation coming off of, well, here's another thing you can smell, and it's called crap, bull crap. Folks, last week's January 6th star witness, or should we say dying star witness, Cassidy Hutchinson. Boy, if she hasn't painted herself back into a corner, uh, just like Liz Cheney, then I don't know what to call it. And I wonder how much money she got paid of your taxpayer dollars from the January 6th committee to show up and testify under oath because, folks... What I love about information in this, this information world that we live in, in this digital world that we live in, is that you can't run from things that you put out there on the internet. And folks, new text messages from Cassidy Hutchinson, the January 6th dying star witness, um, actually show that she called the, uh, the January 6th committee a sham and total BS. <laughs> you can't be this stupid. A new report from the Daily Caller actually reveals that Cassidy Hutchinson, the January 6th committee star witness from last week, reached out for help from First Amendment groups and called the actions of the sham committee total BS. On February 1st, she sent a text message seeking help from the First Amendment Fund, a group started by the American Conservative Union that helps Trump officials cover legal costs related to the sham January 6th investigations. It appears that Cassidy Hutchinson had quite a different attitude towards the committee prior to her appearance at the emergency hearing last week. Hutchinson did not receive any support from the group despite her inquiry. But Matt Schlapp, who, run, who helps run the fund, and he runs CPAC, said he is happy they did not end up assisting Hutchinson. He said in a post on Twitter, rely, uh, relaying that White House hallway gossip as fact does not qualify a person's testimony. In a text message, Hutchinson said, uh, hey, redacted, this is Cassidy Hutchinson. Kind of a random question here, but do you still work for Schlapp at the, uh, at the ACU? The person responded, hi, yes. Hutchinson then said, do you happen to know a First Amendment fund I could reach out to? I was subpoenaed in early November, but the committee waited to serve me until last week. I had to accept service because the U.S. Marshals came to my apartment last Wednesday, but I haven't made contact with the committee. I just, um, I'm just on a tight timeline and trying to figure out what my options are to deal with this BS, she says. I, can't, I don't have time for this sham committee. <laughs> but wait a minute. Why did you go and why did you uh, give sworn testimony under perjury, um, under the risk of perjury and lying if you had text messages out there where you called it a sham Folks, that qualifies her for. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. The dumb, dumb award of the day. Again, folks, you just can't beat God. And God works and beautiful and wonderful. 
mysterious ways, folks. And so all her credit is now bye-bye. Anyway, moving on from that, which is just laughable and, and really not worth talking about because she's a liar and we all knew it from the beginning and now text messages prove it. So that witness can just, we can just disregard everything she said. I guarantee you that Liz Cheney's like, dang it, disregard everything she said. <laughs> she deserves to be prosecuted, by the way. Anyway, moving on, um, we already know that the left, the left has picked Gavin Newsom as their 2024 presidential candidate. Joe Biden is done, okay? If Joe Biden even makes it to 2024, the Democratic Party is done with him, they're done with Kamala Harris, and they have moved their and, and, and shifted their sights towards Gavin Newsom. He will be the Democratic 2024 uh, presidential camp, uh, candidate, uh, and we know this because they've already planted seeds on CNN, they've planted seeds on ABC, and they've planted seeds with the ladies of The View recently about Gavin Newsom. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it is true. We know it's true because Gavin Newsom has just released a campaign ad for himself in the state of Florida. Now, you have to ask yourself, why would Gavin Newsom, uh, the, 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 the tyrannical uh, leader of California, why would he be releasing campaign ads for himself in Florida? Do people in Florida vote for the governor of California? No. He's doing this for two reasons. Number one, because he feels that there might be a possible matchup against Governor Ron DeSantis, because there's a lot of talk now that even though Governor Ron DeSantis is in campaign for governor of Florida, that he will run for president or vice president in 2024. So he did that just as, as a just in case. But there's a bigger reason why he's releasing campaign ads in Florida from California. And it's because so many people have fled California to live in Florida. So let me ask you, if your state is so great and you want people in Florida to realize how great California is, then how come so many people, hundreds of thousands, have left California to go to Florida? It's the only reason that this loser would be doing this. Okay, so anyway, let's go right now, if we can, to that campaign ad of Gavin Newsom trying to appeal to Florida voters, I guess. I mean, to come back or like I said, he might be already trying to uh, he might be already thinking that uh, what's his name there? Uh, Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis is going to be the presidential candidate that he's going to have to face. Anyway, folks, here's the uh, here's the campaign ad from from Gavin Newsom. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California. But we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. I would like to fact check that if possible. Can we fact check it's everything that he said? Uh, Florida is not a state of freedom of speech. Florida is, Florida is not a state of, of, of any greatness when it comes to the politics. I mean, ca- excuse me, California. California is not a state of freedom of speech. Florida is. California is not a state uh, where you just have the freedom to be an American. And they're playing. You know, you like how they played that American you know, patriotic music in the background. So, folks, it's clear. He's either scared that he's going to have to face Ron DeSantis in 2024 
or he's trying to appeal to Californians to come back to California and leave Florida. It's never going to happen. Meanwhile, the Floridians are like, get these Californians out of here. They're coming to destroy our state. I agree. A lot of them are. A lot of them are bringing their liberal policies with them, which is really odd because they are fleeing those same policies. But it's kind, of, uh, it's kind of funny that Gavin Newsom put out a campaign ad and he's spending money to run those ads in Florida. What an absolute loser that guy is. But folks, I would like to tell you this. There might be a dream ticket coming up because President Trump was asked again this past weekend if he would run as president with Ron DeSantis as vice president. And Donald Trump, for the first time, did not rule it out. For the first time, Donald Trump, Donald Trump actually uh, entertained the idea and said, boy, that would be a dream ticket. So, ladies and gentlemen, it could happen. There, are, there is speculation that, uh, that Governor Ron DeSantis may run with President Trump as a, as a ticket, and that would be a dream ticket. That would be the best president, vice president candidacy I, uh, campaign that I'd, I've ever seen in my, in my entire life. And even prior to my life, uh, the best uh, dream ticket ever. And it would set Ron DeSantis up uh, for the next eight years to run for president after that. So I, that's, the, that's the direction I would like to see. I know other people in Florida are like, no, no, let's keep him here. And I would want to fight to keep him too. But can you imagine what kind of a ticket that would be? That would be absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, now, speaking of California and how Gavin Newsom and the rest of the uh, pedophile, bloodthirsty Democrats want to see the future of America, I'd like to play for you another, uh, and I don't want to show you this, viewer discretion advised if there's kids in the room, but I would like to uh, quickly show you this new uh, drag queen show that's going on, and uh, this poor little kid, this poor little kid, it looks like it's set to be a toddler, and uh, this, is another, uh, this is another hill that I'd be willing to die on to stop. Uh, check this out. This is another drag queen walking a toddler down the aisle, sexualizing children. And this is the future of the Democratic Party. This is what the Democratic Party wants America to look like, folks. This is disgusting. Check this out. Look at that little girl. Look at that poor little girl. Look at that poor little girl. Unbelievable unbelievable and whoever is the parent of that little girl ought to be ashamed of themselves and arrested on charges for uh, child endangerment that is what Gavin Newsom would want to see as America look like that is what Kathy Hochul would like to see America look like the question is are you going to let it happen I don't think so folks we will be right back right after this commercial break with more live from America here on Real America's Voice News please stay tuned Sickening, sickening, sickening. These people are disgusting, and every one of them uh, should be jailed, and every one of them uh, will be judged by God. Not you and I. Not you and I. They will be judged by God. And by the way, everybody that I know, either that left California or that still lives in California, will tell you that everything Gavin Newsom said was a lie. Everything that he said was a lie. Let's come back from this uh, commercial break and get back to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell coming to you from the granite state of New Hampshire where we truly do live free until we die. So, folks, moving right along as we 
ended the last segment with talking about a failed governor in California. Let's come back out east to another failed governor who was absolutely unelected. Of course, we're talking about unelected uh, communist Kathy Hochul there in the state of New York. Because, folks, we, now, we know that last week Kathy Hochul suffered, it, suffered a massive defeat by the Supreme Court. A big win for the Second Amendment and a big win for uh, concealed carry permit um, Americans. Well, folks, unelected Marxist communist governor Kathy Hochul is now saying that she is going to set it in stone that you are required to show three years of social media history in order to get a concealed carry permit. And we told you two years ago that this social credit score thing was coming to America, didn't we? It wasn't only me. It was other people as well. So many people told you that they were going to copy the CCP and and use their social media credit score model here in the United States of America to determine what rights you should have within the, uh, the borders of this great, great country we call the United States of America. And here is the first attempt at trying to implement a social media score. Unelected New York Governor Kathy Hochul once again signed sweeping gun legislation into law on Friday that created several severe new restrictions on obtaining a gun in the state. I I swear these folks are trying to go to civil war. Doesn't it sound like it? Unbelievable. Including drastically increasing concealed carry regulations and requiring applicants to turn over social media history for the last three years. According to the legislation, part of Holchel's new criteria to obtain a concealed carry permit will be an applicant giving the government a list uh, containing three years of history of their current and inactive social media accounts. Applicants must also have 16 hours of firearm training, provide four character references, and list the contact information for any domestic partners or adults of any kind that they live with. So that means that they've already tried to chip away at the Second Amendment uh, over the last 50 or 60 years and making society believe that somebody who's a convicted felon is the worst person on planet Earth, um, whether they're a Democrat or Republican, and they should no longer have their rights to guns, which I never understood how you could take a God-given right. I can understand taking privileges, but how they ever barred felons from having guns, I'll never understand. And how the United States of America didn't rise up when that happened, I'll never understand. It was just another way to take gun rights from so many people. And then once they realized that America was willing to say, okay, felons shouldn't have guns, then they started handing out felonies like candy, like Tic Tacs. Here you go, here you go, you get a felony, you get a felony, everybody gets a felony. Well, now, folks, this new uh, law by Kathy Holcher will make it so that if you marry somebody who happened to have a felony 30 years ago, you cannot own a gun because they're not allowed to have a gun. You understand now the problems of taking away your God-given rights. So anybody out there that says, well, I agree a felon shouldn't have a gun, you don't know what you're talking about. You fell right into that same trap that the rest of society fell into is saying, hey, that person did something once bad. They paid their, they paid their debt to society. Now let's punish them for the rest of their lives. Can we say double jeopardy? Can we say double jeopardy? Potential applicants will also be required to show a good moral character, meaning the essential character, temperament, and judgment necessary to be entrusted with a weapon and to use it only in a manner 
that does not endanger oneself or others, you know what they would say? Protecting yourself by killing somebody who is going to kill you is not a manner in which you should have a gun. They're also, ladies and gentlemen, going to say people like me who have this show, this is not showing good moral character. This is not showing temperament and a judgment necessary to be entrusted with a weapon. See what I'm talking about now? You give them an inch, they take a mile. This list includes schools. Oh, by the way, at a press conference regarding the new legislation, Holchel said, we're creating a definitive list of sensitive locations where individuals will not be able to carry firearms. Schools, summer camps, libraries, daycares, parks, playgrounds, places children gather, theaters, museums, entertainment venues, places of worship for religious observation, polling places, educational institutions, and health medical facilities. Pretty much anywhere and everywhere you go during a day. She was also then pressed by a reporter, do you have any data that would show that concealed carry permit Americans are the ones committing crimes? And do you know what this unelected moron loser actually said in response back to the reporter who pressed her on a very, very, very legitimate question? I don't have to have the data. And no, I don't. I don't have to have it. All I know is that people are dying. When you have an unelected, tyrannical official telling you that they do not have to have the data that backs up the rules that they're putting in place that infringe on your rights, Civil War time, folks. And that's exactly what they want, which I don't know why they want that. They would lose in epic fashion, but it seems to me that they're either banking on the fact that you'll just give up and say yes, or they want Civil War. One of the two. Long story short, folks, New Yorkers are not going to love this, and I can see some major pushback. Major pushback. And since we're discussing stupidity and discussing people who should not have any authority whatsoever, let's just go due north to what we're now calling the CCC, much like the CCP, the Communist Country, uh, uh, the Communist Party of China. This is the Communist Country of Canada because Canada is becoming a communist country under Justin Trudeau. Canadian government has now created pamphlets to teach school children that Donald Trump's wall is racist and that free speech is a is common defense of hate propaganda. This comes two weeks after he says that uh, no Canadian should own a gun to defend themselves. Under the Trudeau regime, Canadians continue to lose their rights to assemble, practice their religion and speak free, speak freely. Now the government is teaching children that free speech is a common defense of hate propaganda and that the border wall between Mexico and the United States is massively racist. The new government-funded booklet made for Canadian school children describes President Trump's border wall with Mexico and free speech as two examples of hate. The tool for children is titled Confronting and Preventing Hate in Canadian Schools. From page 31 of the pamphlet, President Trump's border wall is described as a good example of what hate is. The government-funded group also describes the conservative party as a group whose members include bigots, groipers, and white nationalists. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's what I have to say about that. Hey, Canada, have fun at work today. Have fun at work today. Hey, hey, uh, hey uh, the Crown in, in, in the UK, have fun at work today. Nobody cares uh, what the Canadian government or the British government 
think about anything that has to do with the United States of America. The great thing about the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights is it's none of your concern because your uh, countrymen and women didn't have the courage, didn't have the grit, didn't have the might and the determination to give themselves ultimate freedom. So it doesn't concern you what we do down here. So nobody cares. Continue to teach your stupid, ridiculous, communist, Marxist crap. Continue to indoctrinate your, uh, your country kids, men, women, boys, girls, because there's only two. And we'll see how you guys end up in 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Because I can guarantee you America is not going to continue to fall down the same path as, as those countries. So nobody cares about what you think about our wall. Nobody cares what you think about our Constitution. Nobody cares what you think about our Second Amendment. All I know is have fun at work today. This is July 4th. We're celebrating our independence. So know your role. Shut your mouth and sing happy birthday to us. Okay? Let's take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Live from America. And we'll be back to close out the show right after this. Stay tuned. Oh, these people are like, I mean, oh, America this, America that, America this. What, are you jealous? Keep talking about us. Say my name. Say our name. America. Say it again. Feels good when it comes off your lips, doesn't it? <laughs> American, America, 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 America. You wish you were an American. You wish you had half of the courage we had in this country. Hi, Mr. Tough Chocolate. He says, dang, he was live today. I just got here. Hey, it's Moon's birthday. Your birthday's July 4th? How cool is that? How cool is that? Larry Rija says, know your role and shut your mouth. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's come back. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. If you live in America, if you live in any other country and you hate America, go ahead and say our name. Say it. Like I said during the commercial break, doesn't it feel good when you say it? America comes it it feels nice on your lips doesn't it maybe you should try to move here or better yet have some courage in your own country and become like America instead of being ruled like you are in Canada like you are in Britain America Mm, such a nice word anyway folks last week we talked about the signs showing a massive red wave coming in the way of a cultural shift that the Democrats just can't stop And that's why they're so incredibly mad. Four years ago, if you remember, four years ago, Ilhan Omar was absolutely loved, cherished, cheered, and worshipped by voters in Minneapolis. Well, folks, fast forward four years ahead in 2022, this past weekend, and and folks, not only is she uh, not loved anymore and not worshipped anymore, she's booed, she's hated, and people want her off the stage. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not lying. This is Ilhan Omar trying to, um, I don't know, actually, actually, I don't know what she's trying to do here. Uh, She's trying to gain some votes, trying to mingle with the crowd, I don't know, but she goes on stage in a concert in Minneapolis and absolutely gets booed off the stage. Check this out. Don't do this, don't do this, please. Please don't do this to her. 
Please do not boo her like this. Do not do this. and every time she tried to talk they booed her harder folks that's a massive red wave coming and by the way that wasn't just regular old everyday americans those were majority somali americans or at least came here um somehow legally or illegally the the entire crowd was somali it was a somali concert and they couldn't stand her. Now, quite a difference, ladies and gentlemen, quite a massive difference from the, the, uh, the uh, reception that Gina Carano got this weekend. As you know, Gina Carano was, uh, was canceled and unfairly um, shut down by Disney, and uh, she celebrated the opening of her new movie with The Daily Wire, and this was her reception that she got where she was. proud of, and the entire cast is here tonight. Our most recent feature film, which allowed us to undo the damage done by Disney when they unjustly canceled Gina Carano, Terror on the Prairie. Standing ovation, watch this. Gina Carano, everybody. Folks, why do you think that Top Gun cleared a billion dollars at the box office already? Because people around the world are dying to have America back. And that's exactly what's happening. Happening. A massive, massive cultural shift from blue to red. It's a great thing to see. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. God bless your families. I love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. Peace. (laughs) 